Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. We are just two Americans who are sick of the status quo. We hope there are many more out there. This is Don't Tread on America. Alright, how's it going out there today? Long time no see, or hear, or talk. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> so it's been, about, to it's been about two weeks. Uh, today is uh, June 30th, 2021. And with me as always is Mr. Christopher J. McGillicuddy himself. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> What's the J stand for? Yeah, you know, you son of a bitch. How's it going, man? All right, man. Uh, oh, oh, how's it going with yourself? Ah, not too bad. Not too bad. So we're doing a, as you can tell, uh, we're doing a Skype show today. Uh, <laughs> Chris is on location from the from parts unknown. <laughs> From the house. Well, okay, oh, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give him a little background. Okay, so, you know, it's been two weeks. We haven't done a show because uh, of, of Chris. It's all his fault. It's my fault. <laughs> the, uh, as many of you guys know, uh, our, our loyal listeners and people that follow us on, on the Book of Face, um, you know, I'm in and out of doctor's offices uh, quite frequently. In the last couple of weeks, I've, I've had a lot of Wednesday uh, appointments. I had another one today, but... It was kind of like, shit, we haven't done a show in two weeks, so we knew we had to do something, and um, it's just easier this way. I got home, um, Chris was at his house, and it's just easier for him to log on. I mean, we say that, but it probably took almost as long to get the damn Skype to work <laughs> as it would have been <laughs> you to drive up here. <laughs> uh. But nonetheless, here we are for y'all's entertainment and, uh, but you, uh, the good news is, man, you got a, you got a, a yeah. promising yeah. diagnosis, P- promising uh, outlook towards the future. Um, looks like uh, they're gonna hold off on doing any kind of medication, any kind of, well, I shouldn't say any kind of medication, but any kind of uh, chemotherapy or immunotherapy or any other kind of therapy uh, for a while, and just kind of see what happens. And I'm like, good, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Tired of coming up here every couple of weeks, messes with my uh, with with what we got going on. I mean, right? How many Wednesday workouts are, are we missing out on because of this bullshit? Right. I mean, not, right, not that we're not that we're lacking from the from there because you know. On a side note, uh, you know, so Chris, you know, we've been starting back up to the gym, and we initially were only going maybe what two days, maybe three. three days. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and old boy there was like, I'm starting, fuck it, I'm going back in, I'm going in, fuck it. I'm like, God damn it, here we go. <laughs> well, so just, I, you know, they put me on these these damn uh, fucking steroids, and they're, they're not like anabolic or you know, where I'm, <laughs> not those kind of steroids, but the what's it called, preg prednisone, prednisone, whatever. And right. uh, 
you, you know, you start reading the side effects. It's like causes massive hunger, bloating, uh, massive weight gain. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I'm like, okay, well, I'll start dialing it in and I'll start doing what we did before, you know, two years ago, year and a half ago, whatever, when we was really going after it. And, uh, and then I go, I go to a doctor. What did I tell you? I gained like five pounds or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I, and I mean, I like another side effect. I don't know if anybody out there has or knows anybody that's on this medicine or has been on it themselves. It really messes with your head, by the way. And, um, <laughs> no comment there, breathy breathers. Yeah, I, I'm trying to hold it back here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, that really affected me. It really got to me, I'll be honest with you. So, with that being said, I was like, okay, well, fuck it. I'll start hitting the gym a little harder. So, last week, I, I don't know how many days I went, but I've been really focused on my calorie intake and w- not so much. Like focusing on my like I set myself a number, this is what I need to hit. And I'm hit I'm not like drastically under that number. I'm hitting that number. I know this is this has nothing to do with treading on America and whatnot, but <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. telling you this is just this is what we do. Well, anyway. Uh, good, I mean it short, kinda does, man, because you long, gotta be healthy. Yeah, well yeah, gotta be yeah, especially when the you know, insurrection happens evidently, or the civil war. That's I guess civil we'll get into war. that in a little bit. <laughs> that we're headed for. Yeah. But uh, anyway, long story being short. Doctor again today, blood work, uh, see how the liver enzymes are doing from this medicine they had me on for a year and a half, and hey, down 11 pounds. So how about that? Hey, there you go. So my my wife was like, uh, what the fuck? She's like, <laughs> I was like, hey, I, I can turn it on like that. That's how we do. But yeah. So anyway, enough about me and more about me. So... Uh, <laughs> So, on that note, so I'm really kind of pissed off. Okay. okay. <laughs> News of the obvious. <laughs> oh, it's true. I'm always pissed off. <laughs> no, but, okay, what was it? You, did you ever used to watch Family Guy? Uh, never. I've seen an episode here so, and there. You know, never yeah, really Peter, was. Peter big, Griffin. Big nah, holy crap, right? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I remember he had a, this. It really grinds my gears, you know, it was, little uh segment anyway you know what grinding my gears right now i'm really fucking pissed off okay so i had to get gas yesterday in my car Uh now granted it's not a big tank it's a sports car you know whatever but fucking i i was i think i had a i don't know a little under half a tank or so of gas you know i was like i'll fill it up whatever fucking 35 bucks right right uh we're going to the doctor this morning we take you know the wife's car and Jeep, right? It's not like it gets decent gas mileage. I mean, it gets better gas mileage in my car. And uh, she was a quarter of a tank, I guess, to empty, right? 50 bucks. Yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? 85 damn dollars for gas in two vehicles for this week. I mean, granted, I don't put gas in my car that often because I don't drive it that much. But nonetheless... I'm thinking yeah. I go to go to the you know racetrack here, the gas station by the house, and two ninety nine. I was like, now and that's just you know your regular gas. I I got to put premium in my shit, so that's damn near four dollars. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, um, so the eighty one motherfuckers out there that that uh, air quotes quote unquote voted for dipshit McGee, fuck you, okay. Mm-hmm. 
because oh man he doesn't come on man he doesn't control no. the gas prices okay so bullshit because <laughs> he 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 physically may not control the gas prices but there's not one motherfucker that can tell me anything how long how many times have we said this in the past optics is everything right right and all i know is a year ago gas was a buck cheaper a gallon mm. at least a buck mm -hmm. cheaper a gallon right and I know we're going into a, into a holiday, whatever. Shit never got over two dollars when Trump was in there, coming into going into a holiday or whatever. So fuck that shit. So whether the president does or doesn't have any control over that, the fact of the matter is, when oh oh dipshit was in office, gas was what three to four dollars a gallon for for your low octane, right? Right. And we're damn near at three now in Florida. I'm sure in other parts of the country it's well over that, probably into the four to five dollar range, and you know California and stuff like that. I'd be willing to bet. I mean, is it in, any coincidence that as soon as he his dumbass said, "Oh, no more pipeline," get gas right through the roof, right? But you know, let's make sure we get the pipeline for Russia. That's cool. But then, right? So we're gonna approve. We're gonna why in the fuck we're approving anything for Russia? But we're gonna let them do that for for Russia and. Uh, you know, Germany or whatever the situation was, but fuck your own citizens in America. And in the meantime, we want to blame Trump for being in Russia's pocket, but yet we're giving Russia the opportunity to make money. That makes no right. sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The hypocrisy uh, yeah. of the you're, left you're is, looking, is, you're, is amazing. You're looking too much into it, meaning you're actually looking at it and <laughs> Paying talking attention. about it, which is, you know, it's, we don't like that. Which is, yeah, we don't like that. We don't like what We like it better uh, when you stay asleep. Don't, don't bring up uh, the yeah. things that we're doing. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, so we were, you know, we were talking about this the other day that, you know, seeing the, you know, of course I mentioned to you about the gas prices rising or whatever, and you're like, yeah, it's the, the holiday bump, and I'm, you know, I, <laughs> we kind, I kind of went on a little tangent there about how, how, how is that not considered to be price gouging? Right. So you're looking at a holiday, and. You're saying, okay, well, you know, people are going to be traveling more, so therefore we should probably charge more for gas because yeah, people are going to be traveling. Yeah, they're going to Bullshit. call it supply and demand or whatever, right? Yeah, fuck that. That's price gouging. Um, you know, I, I just don't see how there's any difference. I don't see how there's any difference between you you looking at something and saying I, I guarantee you're no closer to running out of fucking gas because people traveling for the 4th of July you're just you found a way that you can make money off of it a little more because you know people are going to be traveling right yeah you know it has nothing to do with the supply it has everything to do with, with yeah well it's like you, the you got an opportunity to raise prices you know people are going to pay it because they want to go to the park to their family's house, to travel, do whatever for the 4th of July because, you know, the people want to get out of the house. They want to go spend time with their families and stuff. You're traveling. You know you're going to be traveling, so therefore, we're going to make money. Not hurting our reserves any. Right. Not. It's just well, bullshit. I guess it's a situation of... Um, I, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm speculating here. So is it a situation where you think maybe they're thinking, okay, well, if we raise the prices, it'll keep people from traveling. It'll keep people from doing that. No, no, it's, it's the way that it's always been done. Right. Yeah, because it's always because been the like fact this. That we're talking about it. 
means it's been done in the past. Every holiday, if you notice, gas prices go up, and it's it's for that very reason. They know people are going to be traveling. has nothing to do with the fucking supply because the supply is not going anywhere. You know, it's it's you would think with all the fucking shutdowns and everything else that we've had with people not going back and forth to work with people not using gas. The supply should be through the roof. We should have you know what I'm saying? Right. We should have plenty of gas. Because with all the, the COVID shutdowns and the lockdowns and stuff, people shouldn't have been using gas. So your supply should be overfilled right now. But, you know, that's not what we're seeing in the prices. So whatever. I, again, I think it's just another way for them to regulate and, and make more money. So fuck them. Fuck them. That's what I say. Fuck them. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it's just, it. I don't know. Yeah. I understand. My, I understand. My point I wish I could is, you down. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm actually more pissed off about it than you are. Well, I mean, my, <laughs> the point the point is is how? <clears throat> okay, let's just assume. Let's let's get off the bandwagon that uh, that Biden or that Trump won the election. Okay, let's let's okay. get off of that whole uh, Arizona, Georgia, whatever. Let's just pretend that that Biden legitimately won the election. Okay. Okay. Uh, and what was it? 81 million votes to 78 million, whatever the number was. Right. Right. In all honesty, let's say 30 million of those people that voted for Biden only voted for him because they just couldn't stand Trump. Not that they necessarily loved Biden, but they just couldn't stand Trump. Right. right. So let's just assume that's the case. Okay. Uh, can I go punch all 30 million of those people in the fucking face right now? And how many, how many, and we've said this on shows in the past, how many of these people are having uh, buyer's remorse? You know what I'm saying? Right. Where it's like, uh, oh, we finally, we've, okay, whatever, Biden's not that bad of a guy, and at least we got rid of Trump and his mean tweets. I'm, I'll take the buck 80 gas and the mean tweets. And I, I kind of like the mean tweets, so whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, well, that's my point. I mean, how many people that voted for Biden? I mean, because the argument will would be, well, most of the people that voted for Biden, you know, these Democrats, you know, they always talk about how uh, your conservatives are uh, rich white people, rich, you know, which isn't necessarily the case. But it's also not, you know, and they say Democrats are the the lower middle class working people, blah, blah, blah. And that's not necessarily the case. I'm not saying it's not the case, but there's probably just as many rich Democrats or more so than there are rich Republicans, right? Right. So, but there are some poor lower, you know, middle to lower middle class to whatever um, Biden supporters or Democrats, whatever you want to call them. How many of those people are like, this is, ain't this some bullshit right here? You know, and then they're going to get pissed at people like, you know, Ron DeSantis, for example, here in Florida, that's getting rid of the extra um, unemployment stuff and whatever, like get your ass back to work type situations. Uh, right. Well, so now <laughs> now you don't have money for gas. You don't have money. You know, it's like, I mean, go get a job, whatever. But I don't know. It's just it's, it's those little things, because gas for all, whatever you want to say about green energy and all this other bullshit Right now, gas makes the world go round. 
right? Mm -hmm. And when you raise the price of gas, everything that that depends on gas to to do whatever goes up. So that means your groceries are going to go up, your your uh, products are going to go up. Your I mean, and we've already seen that. You know, you've already seen lumber and uh, you know whatever go up. So it's we saw the same fucking thing under Obama. And I remember when Obama was done and Hillary was running, right? One of the biggest things with her was she's, uh, we don't want, well, we didn't want her because she's a fucking crooked ass killing motherfucker, but number one, but it was going to be like four more years of, of Obama or eight more years or whatever the case would have been. Right. Um, so we had a four year break because we're right back into it. You know, the, 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 uh, speculation is that, or not the speculation, but the joke, ha ha, not, not that I'm laughing is that, uh, Obama's in the basement and that earpiece that we always talk about, uh, Biden wearing is, is Obama like, all right, Joe, right. what we need you to do is, <laughs> you know, whatever. Well, what is it going to do? And, and, uh, mumbling motherfucker who can't seem to get anything out. When is it going to come to the point where they're just going to like, uh, Mr. Ed, his ass, and then Obama's just going to kind of be speaking through, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, it's going to be like uh, the Wizard of Oz, right? And all of a sudden, yeah. the voice changer <laughs> kicks off and it's like, hey, Joe, how's it going? Oh, shit. What happened, guys? <laughs> Is there any way we can uh, make this sound like Joe? <laughs> uh, I'm doing a voice change. I don't know. <laughs> That's as good as my Obama is. I don't know. You know the other part of like, work on that. Work on that. Oh, oh. work. <laughs> I can do Bill. Hey, how's it going out there? We had so, so. Oh shit! You know what I meant to start the fucking show off with? Oh man, come on, man! You got to talk about our sponsor. Oh man, Dick. start. Dick. All right, remember what we talked about? We're gonna start. All right, restart. No. Start restart. over. Bow now now. Bow wow. Two hundred and fifty. No, joking. Yeah, shit, damn it, I meant to start the show with that. Ah, I'm a dumbass. No, we'll talk about it next time. No, I'm joking. Yeah, guys, so anyway, by the way, now that we're into the show here, uh, we uh, we here at uh, DTOM, we have a, uh, a sponsor, man. Right? I, I can't wait. So uh, the, the, we have a new sponsor. Uh, the name of the sponsor is SmoothMyBalls.com. Mm. Are you are you laughing? So it was funny because I uh, <laughs> when was it last week 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 before I think anyway we got uh, we got approached by these by these individuals that uh, wanted to um, sponsor a show came out um, so they sent me this message. Where is it at? So, yeah. So, uh, they were looking for... Uh, they're a new company. I, I, I think they're out of England. Uh, whatever. I don't really care. So, what it is, is... <laughs> I mean, if you can't tell by the name of the, the brand, right? Smooth My Balls. It's a male uh, ball smoothing... No. Uh, it's a male grooming. Grooming. Grooming kit. There you uh, go. Tool. Yeah. Right. So, so it's, a, it's basically... A uh, trimmer. Let me let me bring it up here real quick. It is a uh, okay. So their descriptions are this: 
Turf Chopper 3.0, Hedge Clippers, and a Pube Muncher. That's right, Pube Muncher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they're sending me a uh, a kit. It's a review kit. So as soon as I as soon as I get the review uh, kit, I will uh, I will do the deed. I will do, do the deed. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> So the the idea is if you if you like uh, Chris, you know he's got a beard there. If you know he would use a beard trimmer, this is not for that. This is for your other beard, so to speak. <laughs> Water resistant, uh, going away. We have your balls covered. But the thing that I thought that I found was interesting mm -hmm. is this thing is called a pube muncher. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I, obviously, I haven't gotten my review kit, so I don't know exactly how it works. But watching the video of it... So, okay, you know this as, as well as I do, probably even more so, is when you trim your, your beard, if, you know, you do it over the sink, you get the, you know, the remnants, whatever falls in the sink. And most people just... Uh, oh, okay, I see how I'm watching the little video now. I get it. So, most people just rinse that shit down the sink, right? Right. So this thing is basically like a small vacuum, okay? Hmm. And you set it in the sink, and then when you're done, it, you know, you just kind of run it. You don't run the water. You just you turn from what it looks like in the video. You turn it on and just, you know, it's kind of like having a, a dustbuster or whatever in your right. in your bathroom, but it's like hand. It's small. It's probably about the size of your palm. So I was like, that's pretty cool, you know. And then, like so, I said, the uh, clippers, and then, and it's not just for you know shaving your balls. I mean, it, it, the idea, what they're getting at, and I've actually seen other um, companies, uh, like if you watch ESPN or whatever, and they have like body. They don't call it <laughs> like these guys are pretty blatant with what they're <laughs> suggesting here. Hey obviously. man, they call it what it is. Yeah, but like uh, <laughs> even even on theirs, it's like. Uh, they have a diagram of a man as you know, and he's got a like hairy chest, under arms, and of course is you know man bush there, and it's like, so it's basically from the neck down. So if you shave mm -hmm. your arms or your chest or whatever, uh, this will work. And I, so anyway, uh, I'm hoping to get it soon, and when I do, uh, maybe I'll maybe I will do it on live. Man, fuck it, do it on Instagram. <laughs> Honey, hold the camera still. Ow! Oh. Well, right. I'm just glad that you brought your wife into it, and it wasn't me holding the camera. No, uh, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> so anyway, so hopefully soon we'll have that review up for him. And uh, but uh, for our listeners, uh, even though I haven't done the review, I do have a promo code for you guys. All right. Well, yeah. Are you going to recommend it before you try it? Yeah, Come shit. On, man. Come on, man! It's 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 Clippers. Clippers. Come on, man! <laughs> All right. Go if ahead. you guys are interested, go to smoothmyballs.com and uh, use promo code DTOM D T O M, and I believe you get uh, fifteen percent off. I think it is. Oh, cool! So you know, hey, it might. Uh, let me let me double check that, and we'll I'll address this again at the end of the. Uh, end of the show but i'm pretty sure it is that so yeah i had to look it up but as soon as i find out I, i'm pretty sure it's 15 percent. it's either 15 or 20 percent but nonetheless um check it out 
if you want to shave your junk, um, don't don't worst you, worst promo ad in the now, history. Oh man, come on! Don't tread on your junk. You smooth my balls to tread your shit. So yeah, we'll have to come up with a commercial, and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll do it. We'll do it Vladnik style. All right, man. So, All right. Uh, what what do we got next? All right, so we've got more stuff to talk about. Okay. I don't know what. All right, yeah, so I'm pissed off about fucking gas prices. That's number okay. one. And now number two is I'm pissed off at uh, our government. <laughs> okay, so I've been hearing a lot of stories. Okay, okay. so uh, I guess uh, they've been... You know, different people of there was a, what were you talking about? I was in Ohio, I think. Uh, Trump had a rally. Was that last weekend, weekend before? Yeah. And uh, they interviewed people, like just random supporters or whatever that were at the uh, rally. Now, I guess uh, there's a whole thing going around now that pe- pe- these pe- some of these people are saying. And of course, one, one, two people say it, however many people. And it's like, that's how everybody feels, obviously. But, uh, the new thing is going around that if uh, if Trump uh, isn't reinstated by August, that uh, that we're going to war. Have you heard that one? No. Oh yeah, civil war, baby. I was like, okay. What pisses me off about this is this: is you're going to interview one person. So let's say they talk to you, okay. and you and you say that. So, obviously, you're speaking for everybody. Okay. Um, my problem with that is, and I've told you this, I'm, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, they find out whatever happened in Arizona. And let's say right. that moves to Georgia. And let's say that moves to Michigan. You got information on that. Mm-hmm. Let's say whatever happens. Okay, well, number one, nothing's going to happen by August. That damn Arizona shit might not be done by August. And even if, even if they figure, okay, yeah, uh, he did win Arizona. Okay, that basically, all that really does is get the ball rolling on the other however many states that want to investigate something, right? Right. So you're still looking at, pro- I mean, if anything were to even happen, what, a year? <laughs> And by then, Kamala's going to be in there anyway, so. Right. <laughs> but um, my point is, is uh, I have none. No. Mm. Um, it gives all of us a bad name. People like us. Like, if there's going to be a civil war of any kind, it's not going to have anything to do with Trump not being, uh, you know, put back in the White House. That's That doesn't have anything to do with it. It's going to be the other shit that's going it's, on towards it's us. It's the stripping of the liberties of the American people and the government and their totalitarian regime continuing to try to take our freedoms from us. Right. And and it's already... It's been starting, but then what was it, last oh, it's week? Been, yeah, right. it's been going on. Right, but then last week he comes out, Biden... Jumping on the Second Amendment again. And what was it? I mean, now he wants to nuke us? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know? And his dumbass... Now, now, this is how fucking stupid this guy is. And, and I, I 
guess we I didn't pull I didn't think to pull up this I didn't think I was going to talk about it but so basically what does he say he goes you know back in the day when the second amendment was wrote it's not like you could buy a cannon you know uh, 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 wrong wrong you actually could yeah you actually you actually could if you had the money you could buy the cannon right um but you know inferring that the only way you could compete with the your government is if you uh, had F-15s and, and nukes. Right. So what are you trying to say? I mean, I know this isn't breaking news because this is this came out last week, and obviously we we didn't do a show last week. So, but point is, is it's it's almost like a threat, right? And then you take this guy who who and like I said, this guy that they interviewed was just some random dude. It's not like he was a fucking anyone of importance. It was just a guy at the rally, and he's sitting there talking about three percenters this and. Uh, Oath Keepers that and all this bullshit and I'm like I'm really say the part of me that kind of believes that that person wasn't real I mean I'm saying he wasn't a real person but I almost wonder anymore when I hear some of these people that speak out like this if they're not a plant like if it's not a a I don't even want to I don't want to say like a FBI or CIA I don't want to say anybody like that but like if they're just a, a John Sullivan type situation where they're just saying all the bullshit rhetoric to spark controversy the the funny thing about that is is i actually came across a story while i was perusing stuff for today's show and there actually is a story out there uh asking that very question is the uh kingpin of the oath keepers is he an fbi informant because apparently he's not they're not going after him like they're going after some of the other oath keepers that were at the January sixth, right? So, uh, uh, insurrection, whatever. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to peaceful it protest because it wasn't a fucking Pe- insurrection. Peaceful protest. So the only way I just want to point this out. You just brought it up. The only way that we can take on our government that that we're it's pointless for us to take <laughs> yeah. on our government. We would never overthrow our because we don't have F-15 and nukes. F-15 <laughs> and nukes, but yet. We're prosecuting people that on January 6th tried to overthrow the government with how many weapons were confiscated? Uh, none. Oh, that's right. The, right. the only firearm, like you said, that was fired was the one that killed, uh, what was her name, Babbitt? Yes. Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt, yeah. So it's pointless to try to overthrow the government because they've got these this weaponry, uh, but at the same time, uh, we tried to overthrow the government on January 6th with no weaponry. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, which is it, Joe? We had Chewbacca guy there, and that was the problem. Which is it? Well, it's. Well, okay. So, if this is why this is why we can never have a, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Opinionated, uh, opposite uh, guest on our show. I mean, would you agree? Because me, you and I, I mean, not that we agree on everything 100%. We're pro- right. I'm, not, I'm not saying we're 50-50. We're probably, what, 95%. <laughs> yeah, 90-95%. Right. right. You know, there's some things we might differ a little bit on, but for the most part, whatever. But it's this type of stuff that just p- pisses us off. And I know when we're doing the show, we get a little loud and we get a little animated and... No one can see me. I'm sitting in this room by myself. Chris can see me. I'm on Skype, and my hands are flailing like I'm fucking preaching to a sermon, right? Well, <laughs> that's just how I talk. 
<laughs> huh. You know, the funny thing is, is we've kind of talked about this before, and, and it, it a lot of these discussions, we had these discussions um, prior to the show. Right. And I'm not saying right before the show, but maybe like a couple of days leading up to the show. Right. And um, usually I'm a lot more... Animated? Uh, animated, Voistress. loud, excited. Pissed off? Uh, in those conversations than I am on the podcast. <laughs> Shockingly enough, that's true. <laughs> so, and then I say we should be recording this right now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I. But I mean, my point is, is can you imagine having whoever? Okay, because we prob- we bought we. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, we bought another microphone. Like I was like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and buy another mi- microphone because, you know, we're starting to get some downloads. We're starting to get a little traction. Granted, it is a slow time in in podcast world as far as those things are concerned, and it is what it is. But right. these microphones aren't crazy expensive, so I was like, yeah, what the hell? I'll go ahead and buy another one. For the, the, the um, reason to have someone in studio with us one day and we can just bounce stuff off but i'll be honest with you i if i was (laughs) if i was opposite thinking of me and you right right could you imagine them whoever that person is coming into this house into this room (laughs) right i mean you know you you've been in here you know exactly what i'm talking about but with that being said uh any like-minded individuals I have no problem with. I think we can agree on a lot of things. I think we just get so animated because we get so pissed off in the point, and it's and it's the little things. It's the gas prices. Well, it's well, here's the, the pro- here's the, the problem. Second that Amendment I, that stuff. I would have. Um, the problem that I would have with someone sitting down. I, I you know I've got no problem talking to somebody or debating somebody or having a debate with someone. Mm-hmm. The problem is is when you start bringing up known, proven lies, and stating them as fact. That's where I would probably go off. Right. Because don't, you know, don't, things that have been proven fault. The, okay, the whole, and I'm just going to point that this, this is, this is one thing because Joe keeps harping on this shit. He did during his campaign. The fucking, uh, the Charlottesville hoax about Trump saying that the white supremacists and white nationalists are good people been proven that that is fucking bullshit right. time and time of fucking again and you get you got this guy campaigning on this fucking lie right so if you sit down in front of me and you bring this up i'm going to get really fucking pissed off because it has been proven to be fucking a lie right so stop talking about it well, stop bringing it up like it's actually something because it's not well and it's much like What's going on right now with the critical race theory crap and the, uh, you know, we were talking about this a few minutes ago um, before we started recording the uh, the racist rhetoric, right? And right. and and you had the the clip from uh, Dinesh Seuss, right, where the the lady asked him, I don't know if you want to play it real quick. Okay, um, I can do that family of immigrants and I'm an even prouder Democrat and my question here today is based off a comment that you said earlier you said that the merits of the three-fifths compromise is up for debate so who are you or who is anyone to debate the merit of one's humanity how also how can you deny the legacy the three-fifths compromise has had and that slavery has had on the extent of racism in the United States 
Look, right here in the first row, uh, I think she got up. There's my wife, Debbie. She's from Venezuela. Her mom is Mexican-American. I'm married to a Latina. She's a first-generation immigrant. I'm a first-generation immigrant. So um, we're all coming to America and trying to make sense of all this. Now, quite honestly, I think, it's, I think you would have to admit that I have done nothing in this talk today to either minimize or downplay, far from downplaying racism, I've stressed it. I'm simply pointing the finger of blame where it belongs and you're trying to hide it. See, the difference is because you are a Democrat, you are willing to overlook the crimes of the Democratic Party. But let me tell you this, the Democratic Party is in fact, in fact, the party of slavery and segregation and Jim Crow and the Ku Klux Klan and lynching and all the horrors of American history, including complicity with fascism, the internment of the Japanese Americans in World War II, the, 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 the reigniting of the Klan in the, in, the, in the late teens and 20s. All of this was done by Democrats and they were opposed all along the way by Republicans. So the problem is that today, if you're a Democrat, you're a committed Democrat, you like the welfare state, you like Obamacare, or you're a progressive historian, you are in the awkward position of having to confess to a whole series of crimes that your team did. Crimes, by the way, that the Democratic Party has never admitted, never apologized for, never paid one penny of restitution for. So this is a very ugly position to be in. And the only way to do it is to lie through your teeth, hide the, the actions of the Democratic Party, blame everybody else. America did it, the white man did it, the Southerners did it, everybody except the guys who actually did it. So there you go. So, yeah, there you go. And that's the thing. It's like, um, <clears throat> it's the, it's, in wrestling, they call it the reverse heat. You know, it's like, I'm going to do to you what I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do this to you, but I'm going to blame you for doing it. Right. And that, <laughs> that is a democratic go-to. Right. We're going to blame you for something that we are either about to do, or we've actually been engaging in, or that we've done in the past. And we're going to blame it on you. Because the reverse, point, the reverse in the heat. Case in, case in point, we just had Jen Psaki stand up in front of everybody Repu saying Republicans. that the Democratic Party, that the, the Joe Biden administration doesn't support defunding the police. That it's the Republicans, it's the GOP that's defunding the police. That's against, that. that's what, <laughs> I mean, seriously? Let's see, hang on just a second. Well, I, I, I've got it, I've got it, okay. I got it. I was going to say, because okay, I got this thing from Hannity too. Here we go. So this was, uh, this was uh, Fox's Peter Ducey right. uh, talking to Jen Psaki, Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Okay. Something one of the advisors said this weekend, Cedric Richmond, he said, Republicans defunded the police by not supporting the American Rescue Plan. But how is it that that is an argument uh, to be made when the president never mentioned needing money for police to stop a crime wave when he was selling the American Rescue Plan? Well, the president did mention that the American Rescue Plan, the state and local funding, something that was supported by the president, a lot of Democrats who supported and voted for the bill, could help ensure uh, local cops were kept on the beat and communities across the country. As you know, didn't receive a single Republican vote. That funding has been used to keep cops on the beat. But at the time that was sold as uh, these local police departments might have a pandemic related budget shortfall, not we need to keep cops on the beat because there's a crime wave. 
uh, I think that any local uh, department would argue that keeping cops on the beat to keep communities safe when they had to, because of budget shortfalls, fire police is is something that helps them address yeah. crime in their local communities. In local communities. The White House's argument was the American Rescue Plan is going to be $1,400 checks. It's going to be vaccines, vaccinators. Uh, it's going to put us on the path to beating the virus, not... It did those things as well. It was a pretty good bill and piece of legislation. So, yeah. Um, so let's let's replay to last summer, right? When you had the the squad and various other uh, Democrats um, calling to, for the defunding of police, that we need to abolish the police. Right. Do you remember abolish the police? Yeah, and set up uh, what was it? Community. Uh, uh, Community policing type, uh, yes, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when they actually um, in California was that was that um, was that Los Angeles that that actually uh, cut their their I their I think it was Oakland police budget was it Oakland? Yeah, I think okay, I, it so may I'm have been sure both. I don't. I know because I know right. I saw Oakland today come out saying that no matter what they still don't. It's like. I think the police chief come out and was like, we need help, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure there was no crime in Oakland, so it was okay. To, oh yeah. You know, yeah, they, no, they were, Oakland's it was notorious for being All a safe place to live. Streets were, it was just going to waste. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were just out right? there beating up people yeah. and shooting them and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Same thing in New York, right? Didn't they do the same thing in New York? Yeah. Like they, I think yeah. uh, cut, I, I want to say it was like a billion dollars or something from there. Oh, you know. it, it, it's good because I mean New York's known for being its peaceful ways. Well, and, and then the funny thing is, good in, in, in the meantime, what was it? I don't know the exact numbers offhand, but I know Portland's crimes up five hundred percent, and Seattle's up two hundred, and I think uh, Chicago's up fifty percent. You know, all these, all these cities that already had crime issues of some sort, whether they're whatever the crime is, mm -hmm. uh, they've already they already had those issues. Then what? Excuse me. <laughs> Whatever happened, you know, happened. You know, in uh, Minnesota, you had George, you know, St. George Pierre Floyd, uh, <laughs> that whole situation. But, like, that, I don't want to think say to think that that started it all because that was kind of the catalyst to end it, I guess. I don't know. It's never going to end, but you know what I'm saying. Right. The, uh, at any rate, since that event, all this, and there's been other little things that have happened between then and now, uh, in all these cities that already had crime problems where you had a police officer incident on a suspect or whatever the case may be, then those cities, whether it's Minneapolis, Portland, Seattle, New York, Chicago, whatever, uh, call for the defunding of the police or call for re-education, whatever the case may be, well, the criminals are still going to be criminals, but now there's no one to stop them from doing their crime, so of course the numbers are going to go up. And then you want to sit here and bitch and complain that the numbers are going up? And then you want to rope some bullshit side note into a bill of infrastructure and then blame it on Republicans because they didn't sign it. Right. And it so had nothing to do with that. It was all the, like, thank God Peter Ducey at least has the balls to fucking ask the question about the well, other stuff that was in the bill. Right, right exactly. 
exactly it. So here's here's essentially what they're doing is they're they're roping in, they're they're adding pork is what they call it. Yeah, yeah. They're adding pork into the bill and then when the Republicans are saying no, we're not going to allow that to go. Oh, well look, the Republicans want to defund the police, man. They don't want to keep your city safe. They don't want they don't want us to hire new police officers. They don't want us to spend this money to be able to buy, you know, hire new police officers, upgrade the technology, upgrade the the police station. They don't want your cities to be safe. Right. That's not what they're doing. They're saying they don't want this other bullshit in the fucking bill. If if all you're talking about doing is giving this money for the police departments so they can upgrade the, you know, hire new, hire and train new police officers to keep the city safe, if that's all that plan was about, They'd sign it. Right. But that's not what it's about. So it's 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 the it's the constant shit like that that, that that's what I'm talking about. Right. It's the constant spin. It's always spinning. You always gotta spin the story instead of just calling it what it is. Right. Well and and that's the thing. It's they can never they will never take blame for like you said the things that they're doing, they just blame it on you. Oh, it's yeah. because of you. Right. Okay. Well, to the point where, um, shit, what was I going to say? I saw, I saw another thing today about the, uh, I guess no one's even talking about this, so we won't even really go into it, but I guess they just had a vote to take down all the uh, Confederate statues and busts and whatnot that are in the Capitol buildings in D.C., because, you know, I don't even know that it's, it's more like, a, I know one of them was a Supreme Court justice. I can't recall his name, but um, he ruled on something back in the 1800s. And, of course, he's, you know, a Supreme Court justice. Like, you have a million of those. So there's right. a bust of him in the Supreme Court. Well, they're going to take that down. But it just, I don't know. It really bugs me to see all this history being destroyed because you need, if, if I, like I said, I can't recall the guy's name, but if this guy was a, a Confederate, whatever he was, and he happened to be a Supreme court justice and whatever happened, learn from that. This guy, although he was a Supreme court justice and he did it for however many years, he was also this. And right. we need to learn from our mistakes. No, let's right. not worry about it. Let's just pretend it never happened. <laughs> and in the meantime, we'll blame all the white people for it. Right. And it's just frustrating because, uh, you know, I, I watch a lot of news. And I don't know how y- you feel about this in the sense of, like, with the critical race uh, theory stuff that you're seeing in schools and you're seeing in different um, towns across the country where these parents are having... Uh, the school boards are having meetings and these parents are going after these school boards. And right. I, I know there was one, I think, last week, week before in Virginia. Uh, I can't recall the county, but nonetheless, where the parents, you know, I guess the, they opened the floor for discussion or whatever and they started going after these um, school board members and whatnot to the point where the school board members are like, oh, uh, time's up. Time's up. And they cancel <laughs> it. And then people got arrested for being there. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, you saw the videos of the, you know, police officers arresting them. And, 
And then, of course, that gets spun into a whole nother thing where it's like, oh, I thought you were back in the blue. I thought it was back to blue. Da, 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 da. Look, they're, they're fighting these cops from being arrested. They right. were invited in. It's much like January 6th. <laughs> they right. were invited in to a board, you know, school board meeting about whatever critical race theory came up. As soon as the questions got too tough for the, um, for the uh, school board members, we got to cut and run, you know. Right. But basically, the couple of different highlights of, of that particular uh, thing that I saw was there was a there was a black mother, and mm-hmm. and a black father, not husband and wife, but two different entities. People, mm-hmm. and um, both were like, "Look, you're teaching our children. Like, here's here's a mother and father of children that are trying to raise their kids, you know, the right way." or their way however however way it is but nonetheless i would think if i was if i was black that i wouldn't want to raise my child and it shouldn't matter and and i'm gonna even back this up it doesn't matter what color your kid is you should want to raise your child to not be a victim not be a uh I don't know the not, word. Not to make excuses. Yeah, you know, you there's no reason you can't be anything you want to be. Exactly. Especially now. You've we've had a black president. You have a female vice president. You have female senators and congress people. You have female Supreme Court justices. You have female astronauts. You have female everything. Right? right. So you have white everything you have black everything you have <laughs> you know hispanic you asian, asian you know whatever you the have, case may be yeah there's no yeah. there's no reason that you can't be anything that you don't put your mind to right well and, and that was a very interesting because i don't i don't know if you remember seeing and i and i forgive me i i don't have the video pulled up uh, i didn't i but it was a black gentleman and i, I don't even know what city it was in but the guy, he was doing the same thing, talking to the school board. And he just told him, I've got two doctorate degrees. I, I've, I mean, I'm sorry. He's got two doctor's degrees. Two, right. you know what I mean? He's like, I'm the head of whatever, you know. He was a surgeon or something, right? Yeah. And he's like, nobody has oppressed me. Nobody's hold me down. Nobody stopped me from becoming what I wanted to become. Right. Nobody has got in my way. And nobody is getting in your way. Do what you want to do. Be what you want to be. Nobody's stopping you. Right. This this country did not stop me. You know, my the school system didn't stop me. The nobody, well, nobody stopped me from becoming what I wanted to become. This is what I wanted to become. And guess what? I'm doing it. Right. Well, and it's like this this father. He comes up and he says, "By you guys." teaching my kids that they are oppressed and a victim they're going to believe that shit here here's the thing if you want to say anything good came out of all this corona bullshit lockdown homeschooling shit it's this it's that parents took notice of what right. was being taught to because their kids this in these schools. this didn't just start it's not like they no. just decided this year to start doing critical race theory training whatever in the hell it's called crt right. they've been doing this you know and i and i would even venture i guess to say that that your daughter i mean it well and your daughter probably in some roundabout way like okay so i was 
you know, I told you, you've, you've got me listening to Tim Pool, right? Mm-hmm. And he brought this up the other day. I don't remember what show it was, but it was, I was just listening to it yesterday. And he, uh, he brought up a good point. And what it was was, I don't remember. No. <laughs> no, what, he, what he's saying is, like, most people, when you think of critical race theory, like, I don't know anything about, like, to me, you talk about critical race theory, I get it. White men are evil, black people are uh, oppressed, and we're, and it's all our fault. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not that, <laughs> for lack of a better term, black and white. It's not that, it's not like there's a book, here's your critical race theory book, read up on it. What it is is, it it could be in math. It could be in, and it's like situations where it's kind of like, oh, you know, Jim, a black man, was pulled over by the police. How many times did he get beat versus the, you know, I mean, he was kind of right. riffing, but it's, it's, a, it's a situation of that where it gives instances of unfair treatment, but it, it's just, this father was like, you know, when you teach my children that they are, uh, lesser than, and that's just how it is. Well, what the fuck are they supposed to think? Right. The, the problem is, and I'm going to say this, is you don't have enough of those parents, like that that gentleman and that you know that mother and father that feel that way, right? Because there are on the opposite end of the spectrum, mothers and fathers of black children that use Feed that shit, that. right? But with that being said, it's it's a lot like the corona stuff in general where I'm you see so much shit on TV, whether it's, you know, the news or whatever, where it's almost like if you I, I can't I can't not watch the news just because the need to know what the fuck's going on drives me crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it also, knowing what's going on drives me crazy. If that mm. Does that make any sense? Mm. The knowing... Seems like a, seems like a never-ending cycle there. Yeah, the knowing drives me crazy and crazy, and the not knowing drives me crazy. <laughs> but my point is, is, you, you know, for the, for, you know, what was it, a year and a half ago when Corona kind of first started, right? And even when Florida, back in March of last year, locked down, and it was like March, April, May, you were like, oh, shit, oh, my God, look at the old shit. You know, and then as time went by, I was like, well, you know what? You know, me, you know, people like you and I were kind of like, eh, eh, eh. but um, most people, I, I, I was at the store today and people, there's a lady with gloves on, mask. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and I would oh, almost man. be willing to bet the bitch was vaccinated. Yeah. You know, don't, don't you know, man, they, they came up with this Delta variant. Now. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but my But my point is, is. With the uh, with the critical uh, race theory, I don't. When you're out and about, okay, like when I'm out and about, you you might see a person with a mask or glove, and you see these people. You still see them; they're still out there. Mm-hmm. But I also, when I'm out there at the grocery store or Walmart or wherever I'm at, I don't feel like I'm being subjugated by black people that I see. I mean, do you you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I'm being kind of given the one eye snake eye. Like there's one of those white oppressors right there (laughs) you know what i'm saying like most people you see i'm gonna give it a high percentage of 95 percent of the people you see whatever color they are right 
look at you as a regular human being. And I'm not saying they don't see skin color because it's, you know, if you're black, you're going to see a white person. If you're white, you're going to see a black person or whatever. Right. But I don't, I, I never go into, if I'm at a grocery store shopping, I don't think, oh, there's a black person. What are they doing in here? You know, I don't think that. But right. I mean, technically, I guess I, sh you know, based on what I'm being told, I do because that would be inherently racist of me to think that, right? I mean, right? Isn't that the definition? Well, it's inherited yeah, in my mind. If I see a black person in, in the grocery store, what are you doing here? This is a white grocery store. Yeah, don't you people shop way, over man. there? You can't help but have those thoughts. <laughs> I mean, but that's my point. I, don't, I think it's, it's almost like the media forces people to be this way. It is. And it, it is. doesn't matter what channel you watch. I don't care if you watch Fox, CNN, whatever you watch. It's, it's, it's all being drilled into your head that this is the way it is. And, right. But the problem is, is if this shit is being taught in schools, it's bad enough because now it, your, par your parents, you know, most kids don't watch Fox or CNN or MSNBC or whatever, so they don't see this. But if they're getting it at school, then we're all getting it. Well, the, the problem is, is if they're getting it in school, they're propagating more hate. So now you've got children that are growing up hating well not to mention the fact that you know you're a white father with a white wife and a white child and if your white child is being subjugated to this critical race training well you're the oppressor so she, <laughs> who's she gonna hate yeah exactly you know you're exactly. teaching her to self-loathe and then also hate wow. her parents we we've we've had that discussion before about and and you know call it a conspiracy theory call it what you want to call it but it Things have been designed in this country, programs have been designed for a very long time to break apart the families. Right. They don't want family units. They don't want uh, 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 dual parent, dual parenting, right. so to speak. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to break up, what do they call it, the nuclear family? Right, right. They're trying to break that up. Well, and They've that's the thing. They've been trying to break it up for a very long time, and this is just, a, like you said, this is just and, another way. And, we're <laughs> propagating. We're teaching the children hate. We're teaching children to, to identify and feel some kind of way about a race that, you know what I mean? Right. It, it and, just makes and, zero. But, it, it's just promoting. We're promoting and, unity. But we're, we're preaching hate. Right. But, and the question is, why? What, what purpose well. does it serve? Okay, so let's, let's mix this in together with civil war. Because we're going to war right now. No. Um, the best way... Okay, so you just talked about nuclear family. Uh, family. Mm -hmm. Back in the 50s. Okay, so uh, when was uh, JFK killed? 64? Sixty uh, two, sixty three. Okay. Eleven, twenty two, sixty three, sixty three. So, and then Lyndon B. So then he kind of got the whole welfare blah 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 moving, and it was focused that in the Margaret Singer and the the uh, Planned um, Parenthood and Parenthood. all that shit was focused towards the black uh, family, right? Not men, women, just the family. Back in the 50s, do you know, and I, I <laughs> once again, unprepared, didn't plan on talking about this, it's just coming to me, but I know I heard this. Back in the 50s, the strongest family unit, like if you took whites, blacks, Hispanics, uh, Asian Americans, whatever, you, whatever ethnic group you took, 
had the strongest nuclear family. So bas- basically what it meant was back in the 50s and 60s, the um, lowest level of divorce was the black family. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So it was almost like it was set in, in, in line to break up the family. And then like you're talking, and, and I, I don't think it's necessarily just a black thing. I think no. it's, a, a, like you said, a nuclear family thing, period, what, no matter what color you are. Right. But, but why? why? Why would you not want a mother and a father raising their children? I mean, people get divorced. I get it. I was divorced. You know, you've been divorced. Mm-hmm. Shit happens. Right. And I think the biggest problem is, is, and I don't know your, uh, you know, your situation a hundred percent. I mean, I kind of do, but I don't want to put you on blast. So I'll no, no joking. But (laughs) my, I'll speak for me. My biggest problem was I got married when I was 19. You know what I'm saying? Had a kid when I was 19, had another kid with the same woman, um, three years later. And we were together for, you know, I don't know, eight years, nine years before we got divorced. But we were high school, you know, sweethearts, whatever you want to call it. And uh, just way too young, really, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, my wife that I'm with now, shit, we've been together 20 years, you know. <laughs> so, uh, not that I feel like I had a problem being married. It's just I wasn't ready to be married. But you're not taught that. You're, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to get this into like a marriage counseling um <laughs> <laughs> situation <laughs> but my my point being Caller is number two you're on the line <laughs> tell us your problem so there is this hole right no but <laughs> i guess my point is is um back to the civil war aspect of stuff it's all about dividing uh a nation it's about making whites hate blacks blacks hate whites whatever hate whatever mom hate dad Kids hate parents. Uh, you know, <laughs> right. right, right hates left. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it really is. It's like you can, you straight. can say what? No, oh, I was going to say straights hate gays. Yeah, it's 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 everywhere. It's every level, every facet. You're you're promoting hate, and, and well, you're preaching. <laughs> well, and it's all been devised through this thing that's hanging on my wall in this room, the television. Yes. And r- the reason I brought up the 50s and the 60s was that's when TV kind of came into the houses, right? Like, you know, what, I don't know when the first TV showed up, but let's say mid-50s into the 60s, everyone probably had at least one TV, right? What was it, right. Back to the Future when he's back in 19, what was it, 55 or whatever, and... Oh, we got our first TV. Do you have a TV? Yeah, we got four of them. Oh, no one's got four. You're crazy, you know. But right. point being is, you started seeing like you called them programs. Program. Well, what what is when you watch the television? It's a program. It's not a TV. It's a program. They're right. teaching you show, how to think. They you depending on what you watch. It's to uh, accept stereo stereotypes or demonetize or demonize stereotypes or I mean, shit, back in the 50s and 60s, they used to have shows about how evil um, black people were, you know? And then I remember um, them talking about, God, what was the name of that? There was movies they would show, like, in, in school, Reefer Madness. 
was oh, it? Yeah. This is when it was how the evil evilness of uh, smoking marijuana, and right. it was all about you know if you if you smoke you know if people it's the black people will rape you and da da da. It's like what the fuck is this shit? Oh wait, wait wasn't that actually uh, wasn't that one of uh, Joe Biden's uh, things that he talked about on the Senate floor about he didn't want his. Uh, his kids growing up in a racial jungle. Yeah, yeah. wasn't that one of his? Uh, well, yeah, and, his and his speeches from the uh, from the, the floor? floor. Yeah, and then I remember when he was campaigning when he was when uh, Obama was running. You know, calling him him. What was it? A uh, articulate young black man who really can speak well. And it's like, what are you trying to say? That black people can't speak well? You right. know, or what was the another thing? Because he's from Delaware or wherever in hell he claims to be from. But. Uh, it was uh He's from Scranton, man. Come on. Scranton kid. Come on, man. Sure water. Oh, must be thundering outside. My dog wandered into the bedroom here. Uh the uh shit. Oh, he he says, Oh, you can't go into a seven eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts without having an Indian accent. It's like, here's your president saying all these racist things. But, you know, Trump says grab him by the pussy and he's a misogynistic uh you know, rapist, whatever. I just, I, I, I just, I, well, I, I don't know. Anyway, let, let's, we, we kind of really went down a, uh, yeah, we went a, a deep, deep delve there. Well, yeah, I, um, I think it was just, my whole thing was about the, uh, the dividing of this country. It's like, they won't stop. It's, it has, well, it's, it's people with guns, people without guns, white, black, Hispanic, gay, straight, Whatever. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They're going to throw it's everything constant, at the wall and see what sticks. And, and we're seeing that permeate now. And, and I, you know, I wanted to bring this up real quick, but, but we, we recently had, um, and I, you know, where, what's her name? Gwen Berry, who, uh, oh, the protested track. Is that the track at the Olymp- You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, turning and, and, you know, not, not um not facing the flag and and you know she kind of turned to the side during our national anthem and kind of you know and in a form of protest and i know she's caught a lot of of and rightfully so a lot of uh backlash right for that um but the white house has come out and they're saying that they back her right to protest so this is the White House essentially saying that, you know, you you don't have to stand well, for the flag. You don't have to. And you I don't th- have to be proud of your country. You don't have to. See, that, that's one thing that I think is getting lost in this. And you know, I, I throw uh, what's her face, old uh, Ripito or whatever, whatever the hell her name is, the the soccer player, yeah. the woman soccer player. You are there to represent this country if you don't like this country if you're not proud of this country if you're not proud of our flag maybe you shouldn't be representing it yeah well that's How that's about that? the thing why if okay if i'm a track star or whatever my sport is right and i have the opportunity to you know what was a hammer throw right if i had the opportunity to be that a hammer thrower, or whatever it is in the olympics well then it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like let, let's let's Bring it back to football. It's kind of like being on the Bucks, but not being a Bucks fan. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I get it. Not everyone that plays for the Bucks grew up a Buccaneers fan, 
but you know, it's kind of like you're, you're, it's like working for, uh, okay. I work for Walmart, but I, I can't stand the place. I only shop at target. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, it's even more, more than that. It's, it's you, they're turning it into a very me type thing right when it should be a this so, is our country well this i got a national a, pride thing what was her name again barry what was her when barry okay i got some okay lynn barry if you're listening i'm, I'm sure you're when, not when when lynn ben whatever i don't give a shit doesn't matter i really don't give two fucks about this bitch okay number one if she makes it to the point where she's in the finals i hope she loses i hope she comes in fourth so we don't have to fucking worry about it number one number two because I shouldn't feel like that because she's an American. She's she's hammer-throwing for America. I want her to win, right? No, fuck her, okay? Okay? I'm going to say that, and I really don't give a shit. Number two, if you feel some sort of way about America, fucking leave the country. Go fucking, uh, you know, get citizenship for, you know, Canada or whoever in the fuck. I don't really care. And hammer-throw for them. And then beat right. America. And then you can fucking double tall man the shit out of us. Right? I mean, if, if, I, if I hate America so much that I can't respect the flag and the opportunities that this country gave to me to be able to do this, right? Then I'm going to leave. I'm going to go and, and play for whoever get a you know citizenship for because people do that shit there's plenty of athletes that have gone they couldn't make a whatever the sport is and they go to puerto rico or they go to uh you know europe over there somewhere and get like dual citizenship so they can be on the whatever team they they do that because they want to compete they might be the fourth best whatever sprinter in america so but in italy they're number one so at least are right. on the Italian team, you know, whatever. I'd rather the bitch do that, you know. But it's like you said, why? I, I want to be a hammer thrower. That's what I've trained my whole life to be, and I made the Olympic team. Well, but I'm so pissed off at America. I, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, here, here's Leave. the thing that really kills me about this. So the, we had a record-setting hammer throw, the the... the um, the woman that actually ended up placing first, right, in the hammer throw, set a set a record. And so, just to tell you how impressive this is, the world record for the men's hammer throw is eighty six something meters. I, I don't know specific, eighty six something meters. Okay, okay, that is the men's world record. This lady came in at 80.31 meters. No woman in the history has ever topped 80 meters, and this woman did it. She's six meters shy of the men's hammer throw. Wow. Now, the fact that she did this, and nobody, and I'm going to say her name, Deanna Price. That is the that is the uh, the young lady's name that actually accomplished this feat, world record setting. Nobody's talking about her. Everybody's talking about this 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 woman who wants to be about me, so she's essentially done exactly what she wanted to do. All eyes are on me because right. of what I'm doing. It's the Colin Kaepernick shit all over again. I'm not good enough to compete in doing what I'm doing. So the way that I get the attention on me is I'm going to do something that draws the attention to me, not to the other person. 
forget the fact that you are a fucking team. Forget the fact that you are doing this for the country, not for yourself. You are representing your country. Right. It's not about you. It's about a team. I mean, it's about you, a team. And all three it's of the women the that were there. Ripito or whatever the hell your name is. It's not about you. It's about the fucking team. But look what she's managed to do. She's managed to turn this into a Subway. She's now the spokesperson for Subway sandwiches. She's now going to be in the Victoria's Secret. They're not going to do supermodels in Victoria's Secret anymore. They're going to have her. Right. She's managed to turn this into a way to make money, to put all eyes on her, for her to stay in the spotlight a little bit longer. When it's not about you, it's about the fucking team. Right. It's about the country. It's not about you. So quit making it about you. And, and like I said, if, if that's how you feel, there's a door. Then, yeah, then maybe you shouldn't be on the team. If, if, if you f- are so offended by the flag and by this country, maybe you shouldn't represent this country then. Yeah, I mean, maybe you shouldn't be taking the spot of somebody who actually does want to represent this country. Well, and that's my thing. You know, me and my son have had this talk, you know, for years and years and years. It's like, okay... You know, you you watch or you know you college football and you're a fan and if and I've always said that I was like okay well you know if I was a you know running back in high school and I was you know the first or second best running back in the state and you know people that know me know I'm a Gator fan don't are are you okay you're throwing up mm. no mm. but okay so if I'm the the best running back in the state and Florida's coming to want to sign me to be, uh, uh, okay, done deal, right? I'm sure shit not going to sit there and say, oh, FSU's looking at me too. Maybe I need to think about this, <laughs> right? Oh, Georgia's looking at me. Maybe I need to think about this. No, you're not going to think about it. My point is, is you're an American. You're, you're going to be on the team, able to compete, you know, in Tokyo or whatever, uh, but you hate the team you're on. It's like change teams, you know. That's what I don't. That's what I don't fucking get. Is like if you don't want to be there, leave. Why would you want to? I I'd rather be well, on the again, opposite team and beat that, those people. I just want to point out again how she hates this country because I'm sure it has something to do with racism and how she was oppressed. But she's been so oppressed all her life that she was able to make it to the Olympic team. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, uh, whatever. Anyways, congratulations to Miss Price and or Mrs. Price. I don't know if she's married or not. Whatever. What an accomplishment. What a great feat. Uh, congratulations to her. Everybody should know her name. Nobody should know this other and chick's and name. hope she I'm, beats I'm, the shit because even though they're on the same team, they're uh, still uh, competing against each other. So whatever. Go I said, Price. I said what I said. So. <laughs> it's because she's white, well, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's it, it's it has nothing to do with it. it has to do with the fact that that's an impressive. Yeah. And that's what everybody should be talking about right now, but they're not. So, yeah. once again, and, and to be honest with you, until you just mentioned it, uh, I I didn't yeah. know anything about that. To be yeah. so, you're not wrong. So it yeah. is. You know, you you said what you said. Yeah, I did, and I stick by it. Yeah, and I'd say it again. But you know, it's kind of funny. Also, it's like so. This is the 2020 Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. In 2021. But, yeah, so they were supposed to have them last year because of COVID. It got pushed back. Well, now this, let's go into the Delta variant, right? Oh. Okay. So now. now, now and and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right up front, I don't know anything about this. I, uh, I, I don't know anything about it either. So, no, sugar no, water. This is going to make an interesting conversation then. Yeah, I, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I just know what's coming. We're all fucked. <laughs> um, 
No, I mean, that's the thing. We were we were kind of spitballing on it uh, earlier. Uh, <laughs> so, so is this is this is this a uh, is this a, a variant of the va- of the uh, yeah the corona COVID virus that yeah. was brought over on Delta Airlines? Uh, was it oh, <laughs> is that what they're calling it, the Delta variant? Delta was variant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I I don't know why. So a variant of the COVID nineteen vari- virus is known as the Delta variant, first identified in India, is spreading rapidly in some regions, on track to become the the dominant virus strain globally. Health experts warn. Oh, okay. I'm glad you brought that up real quick. I, I was just noticing that it was it was talking about the uh, Delta variant, and it was saying uh, Moderna has come out and said that the, the vaccine's effective against the Delta variant. So anybody that's got the Moderna, uh, you're good. Uh, I mean, if you survived the vaccine, if you survived it, well, yeah. And the fun, the thing is, is uh, I saw, I don't know if it's effective immediately or when, but uh, California has already it reimposed their uh, mask mandates, whether you've been vaccinated or not. Uh, so, and uh, anyway, my point being is, they're saying that now with this uh, this Delta variant crap coming along, that they might not even do the damn Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I I saw that that Biden, you know, and I told you before we started, Biden there the Biden administration is looking at maybe going back into COVID restrictions again. Right. So we might be going back into lockdowns or or whatever the hell the case, but I I, I want to bring this up because I I came across this real quick and and this is um this is a doctor. And this is this is what she had to say about the Delta variant. She said one more time for the folks in the back. In the history of virology, there has never, ever been a viral mutation that resulted in a virus that was more lethal. As viruses mutate, they become less, oh, I'm sorry, they become more contagious, transmissible, and less lethal. Meaning, you can transfer them more because they're, they're, it's, you know what I mean? It's mutating in a way that the the precautions you were taking before aren't going to necessarily work, but they're becoming less lethal. So it's less. Let's say that the original coronavirus had a what? What did we say it was? A one? Not even a one percent? Right. So it's going. The Delta variant is going to be even less lethal than that. So if it was point. One, it's this is going to be like 0.05 or 0.08. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we're chalking this up. We're everybody's getting in an uproar. Well, yeah, because you know it's we gotta good. we gotta get the fucking scare tactics going. So I I just I thought that was very interesting, and that's coming out from a a, uh, a doctor uh, Kelly Victory. I'm assuming she, you know, she she knows what the fuck she's talking about. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so nothing to fear, folks. Nothing to fear. Yeah, but it was nothing to fear before. It was. Uh, well, well, uh, we we've been through that. I don't know how many times. You know that. I know that. Most people know that. We're not saying COVID doesn't exist. We're not saying that it's not a real thing. We're just saying that it's it's not what they made it out to be, period. And, you know, maybe don't go get the jab. I don't know. 
Well, it's just, uh, I don't know. If, if you've made it this long. I think, <laughs> I think my point was that, uh, you know, my point was with, with this chick, um, she's making much ado and it could be about nothing. And then you had, what was the, wasn't there a BMX rider or some shit like that? Uh, that made, a, made, a, uh, made the alternate team for BMXing or whatever in the Olympics. And now she's, oh. she's talking about burning the flag if she gets to the podium. It's like, oh, bitch, you're, sorry, an, we, you're an alternate. You might not make it to the podium, period. You might even right. make it to the place. Right. Well. <sighs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, I guess. Sucks. It sucks that this is where we're at. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It sucks that you can't. All right, hold on. This dog. You're gonna have to go, dog, because you're stressing me out. She's up here shaking like a fucking leaf, and I'm. <laughs> There's nothing going on. I don't even know it's raining. It's like one clap of thunder, and she's like shitting herself. Anyway, I guess Trump's down in the border. Trump visited yep. border crisis epicenter. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he he uh, he went down there and actually went to the border, unlike our uh, our <laughs> illustrious <laughs> vice president who made a stop in uh, what was that El Paso? El Paso at the damn. Yeah. Uh, never even got off the tarmac. Yeah, never, never even left the airport. Yeah. Uh, she saw all she needed to see. Really? Because it's you didn't even get close to where the problem is. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen everything I need to see. I, I'm good. They, yeah, I've, they told I'm, me to come down here. I'm here. <laughs> what else do you want me to do? <laughs> uh, well, I think it's what I find so funny is we just talked about that before that happened and saying, all you got to do is go. And it would t- she's like, book I, me a flight for the furthest out from the border you could possibly get. Yeah, she's like, uh, oh, man, the damn, the D-Tom guy said all I got to do is show up. I showed up, D-Tom guys. I showed she up. Took that literally. That's what they said. I, I listened to the podcast. Anyway, and we got a song for you too. Oh, <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's for next week. Yeah, well, well, let's save it. All right, so I know, I know this is this is going to be near and dear to your heart, and I know we we need to kind of probably wrap this up a little bit, but I, I wanted to get this in. I, I know this is going to be uh, especially a talking point for you. Uh, especially as a, a lover of Tucker that you are, that Tucker actually came out on his show and said that he had an inside informant or a whistleblower, whatever, uh, stating that they had information that the NSA was spying on him right. and on his communications. Right. Um, so I wanted to get your thoughts on that. You but do, hey, I, I just want to point this out before you say anything. It's all that's all bunk. It's all been proven fake because there was a press release from the NSA and said uh, that's untrue. They're, they're I got I got uh, Tucker here. Do you want to play it? Uh, sure. All right, let's see what let's see what Tucker has to say on the situation. But it's not just political protesters the government is spying on. Yesterday we heard from a whistleblower within the U.S. government who reached out to warn us at the NSA, the National Security Agency is monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. Now, that's a shocking claim, and ordinarily we'd be skeptical of it. It's illegal for the NSA to spy on American citizens. It's a crime. It's not a third world country. 
Things like that should not happen in America. But unfortunately, they do happen, and in this case, they did happen. The whistleblower, who is in a position to know, repeated back to us information about a story that we are working on that could have only come directly from my texts and emails. There's no other possible source for that information, period. The NSA captured that information without our knowledge and did it for political reasons. The Biden administration is spying on us. We have confirmed that. This morning, we filed a FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request, asking for all information that the NSA and other agencies have gathered about this show. We did it mostly as a formality. We've also contacted the press office at both NSA and the FBI. We don't expect to hear much back. That's the way that usually goes. Only Congress can force transparency on the intelligence agencies, and they should do that immediately. Spying on opposition journalists is incompatible with democracy. If they are doing it to us, and again, they are definitely doing it to us, they are almost certainly doing it to others. So in that clip, you know, he's talking about he had a, he has been sending emails and whatnot to various people. No one should have known anything about that. And this whistleblower, I don't know if it was a male or a female, I didn't specify, uh, comes, <laughs> comes to him basically and says, this is what we know. And he's like, there's no way that anyone should have known that other than that one other person. And he's like, I know they didn't say anything. So he goes on to say in the clip about uh, if, they're, if they're doing this to him, surely they're doing it to people like us because who the fuck are we? His voice is obviously a lot bigger than ours. Uh, I will say this. I also know he's a fan of the show. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, he might kind of be onto something there because uh, this came in earlier today from Disclosed TV. Um, federal law enforcement agencies conduct clandestine surveillance of thousands of U.S. citizens with the help of Microsoft, according to a con congressional testimony being given Wednesday by a senior executive at the technology company. And so this is an AP News report. Uh, Microsoft exec targeting of Americans records routine. Federal law enforcement agencies secretly seek the data of Microsoft customers thousands of times a year, according to a congressional testimony being given Wednesday by a senior executive at the technology company. Tom Burt. Microsoft's corporate vice president for customer security and trust will tell members of the House Judiciary Committee that federal law enforcement in recent years has been presenting the company with being between 2,400 and 3,500 secrecy orders a year or about 7 to 10 a day. The fact that law enforcement requested and courts approved Clandestine surveillance of so many Americans represents a sea of change from historical norms, Burt will say. The relationship between law enforcement and big tech has attracted fresh scrutiny in the recent weeks with the revelation that the Justice Department prosecutors obtained as part of a leak investigation's phone records, uh, phone records, sorry, <laughs> belonging not only to journalists, 
but also to members of Congress and their staffers. Microsoft, for instance, was a one, was among the companies that turned over records under court order and because of a gag order had then wait more than two years before disclosing it. Hmm. So Tucker may not be far off that, you know, we have no idea what their, um, their reasoning or rationale behind this is. Well, and the thing is, is you don't know, you're really not safe anywhere. Like Microsoft, uh, you've heard stories of, uh, you know, if you have an Alexa or whatever in your house, uh, recording whatever, uh, your phones, whether it's a Android or an Apple device, you know, right. recording shit. You've got the smart TVs, the laptops, your desktop, whatever the case may be. It's almost like you can't, you can't escape it minus not... Uh, carrying right you know what i'm saying like if you like so like if you and i were going to have a conversation about something that we shouldn't be talking about let's say uh damn sure better do it face to face outside in the middle of a field and leave our phones in the car type <laughs> situation sure you know because right. i mean and when i say phones i'm not even talking like you know i wear an apple watch so i'd have to leave that i mean because you you know well so, I mean, not that me and you are going to go out and we're planning some kind of, you know, major heist or anything like that, but... <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, wait, but are, no. I, I just want to throw this into a little bit further. You know, we've talked about... And, and a lot of this has been happening for a long time. It's This this it shouldn't be shocking news to anyone. It, the only shocking part of it is they're actually admitting to it. Um, I, we've known for a long time that, that the government's been spying on its own citizens. And I think... Uh, Obama's one of the, the primary sources for that. You know, I know it started shortly after 9-11. Uh, it was an excuse with this Patriot Act, Patriot Act right. and everything where we really kind of started, you know, making it okay to surveil and and spy on our own people, right. our own civilians. Uh, I know it really ramped up under Obama, but do you think that could have been... Uh, some of the rationale for the Obama phone for wanting to get a smartphone in everybody's hand. Uh, I mean, I probably probably helped. I mean, I think the 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 argument <laughs> the argument there would be <laughs> that most of the people that uh, went and got an Obama phone because I know the biggest thing was, and I, I don't know the year, but so what Obama was elected in '08. Uh, mm -hmm. So between 08 and 16, I know probably around 12, 12, 13, somewhere around there when he was going for re-election, the big thing then was, if you recall, was the Tea Party. Okay. And uh, they flew the Gaston flag and they, you know, kind of, in the name itself, Tea Party, Boston Tea Party type situation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, to where his... Uh, you know, the IRS and people, they went after a lot of these key. It's kind of similar to what's going on now with the insurrection people or the, you know, people like us or, you know, people like Tucker or people like uh, uh, Stephen Crowder or these different individuals that have a big voice and are making a lot of waves and, you know, Big Brother doesn't like it. Uh, Facebook, uh, Google, YouTube, uh, 
whoever is all on board because they're getting subsidized by the gov- government. So they're like, whatever you need, you know, we don't care. We're still getting rich because, you know, some people really don't care about their freedoms. It's all about the money. Mm-hmm. And um, so the surveillance state, like you said, and we've talked about this in the past where there is no we constantly talk about Republicans, Democrats, and, oh, we need a Republican in the White House. You know, George Bush, uh, you know, I think, in all honesty, I think Trump being who he was opened a lot of people's eyes to the fact that there is not, a, I've heard it for years, there's never, there's not a Republican and Democrat. They're all politicians. Right. One just has an R and one just has a D, but they're all the same. Right. And you kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever. But, Trump kind of exposed that to be true um, to the point where a lot of, not a lot, but you have a few Congress people that are now new to the, to the mix and they're catching a lot of flack now because they're Trump supporters, but they're legitimate, you know, that Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and uh, what was it, Hawthorne or whatever from North Carolina, you know, these types of individuals who are, trying to be representatives of their states for the right reasons, not like a Lindsey Graham or, a, or these uh, career politicians that are in it right. for the money. They right. don't give a shit about the R or the D. You know, they might pretend like they do because that gets them well, you to have stay to. there. you got to have that backing. Yeah, well, that party. gets them to stay there. <laughs> which, which which is why we said we'll never see an independent president. Right. But so, And that's why they hated Trump so much, because even though technically he was a Republican, he was probably closer to independent than he was anything right. else. I mean, I, I, I think that's fair to say. But um, we've talked about this, and when in the, the show where we talked about the... Uh, you know, the the uh, NWO and the Illuminati and all this shit. Th- these people, Bush is the same as Clinton. Clinton's the same as Obama. They're all the fucking yeah. same. They all go to the same clubs and grow up in the same parties. And it doesn't, you know, it's all ha, 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 you know. And we've talked about this time and time again. What was in those letters that was handed out at George Bush's funeral? You know? Mm-hmm. That's come and gone. It's still conspiracy theory, and once again, conspiracy theory, right? Right. Um, so you <laughs> you brought up nine eleven, and you brought up the Patriot that Patriot Act, and what's another conspiracy theory? Nine eleven is a conspiracy theory, right? Because mm-hmm. when it happened, I mean, I don't know. I remember exactly what I was doing and. What happened, you know, that day I was, you know, much like everyone else, like, what the fuck, you know? Um, But as time has gone by, we've come to believe, realize whatever word you want to put in there that maybe things aren't as they seem. Okay. So if 9-11 was an inside job and and I don't want to get into it because we're we're getting long and maybe this will be something we can get into in the next show. Maybe we'll do another conspiracy theory why the world is the way it is. But maybe if it was fake, it was fake for this reason. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. this we know 
that Americans and terrorists and we hate those people over there. So what's the best way to get everyone pissed off? Make it look like it's their fault. And then we can get all this other shit rolling that we want to do. Because much like we talked about COVID and whatever, the Great Reset and these things, we know that they don't just wake up today and say, hey, you know what we're going to do tomorrow? We're going to do this. It's not a pinky in the brain scenario. It's like, what are we going to do? We're going to take over the world. You know, this is shit they've been planning on doing for years. Right. <laughs> so it's just another, you know, as technology and as whatever progresses, people, they can say, oh, you know what? We could do this. You know, we've talked about plenty of times where they've had different uh, scenarios. They, they do these uh, agenda meetings. They do these... <laughs> <laughs> whatever they play out the scenario and say and these are not dumb people it's not like it's two dudes sitting in a room having a podcast coming up with their thoughts right these, these are people that actually think their shit out and then come up with you know that might actually work but then there's so many people that you can scare via television whether it's the news or or a tv program that everyone gets on board with it and they're willing to give up these liberties. I know um, Rand Paul talks about it plenty of times that people are willing to give up their liberties for, you know, and it, liberty and freedom are the same thing. And if you give up one, you give up both. So, right. But I think that's something we can save for, um, for another show and, and really delve into more shit like that because, uh, yeah. Well, we definitely need to, uh, next week, we're going to hit on this, uh, you know, we told you about, <sighs> we told you about Agenda 201, or Event 201, I'm sorry. Right. There's so many agendas and events, it's hard <laughs> to keep them all. Um, event 201, which was, uh, so, you know, essentially it was a um, pandemic scenario of how the world would cope with a global pandemic. Okay. Well, what if I was to tell you that they're about to have another event, 201, uh, but it has nothing to do with a virus this time? Oh, man. Come on. So we'll get into that in the next show. Uh, we didn't even get a, ch a chance to talk about Johnny Mac. So uh, what we'll do is next show, we'll do a shit ton of conspiracy theories. <laughs> well, it's not a conspiracy theory. The the guy's dead, maybe. <laughs> well, I guess they did release the the coroner saying that he hung himself, you know, but so did Epstein, so. Oh, okay. So they did they do have the body. Uh sure. Oh. Okay. They have a body. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. We can delve into that. Okay. All right, guys. You want to you want to put a lid on it for the day? It's tapioca time. It's tapioca time. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't forget to go to uh, smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM and get yourself some uh, hedge clippers there and take care of your business. It's not just for the men, ladies. Ladies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> guys, check us out on... Uh, Facebook uh, at uh, Don't Tread on America 
and on uh, Instagram, Don't Tread on America, and on Twitter, oh, uh, DTOM underscore 1775. Hold on. Go ahead. Tell them about your TikTok, man. Oh, man, TikTok, TikTok. I got one video up there. Come on, man. TikTok. <laughs> don't Tread on America on TikTok. I don't know how you find it. Just I guess you search that. I don't know. I'm still learning TikTok. But uh, so, yeah, I'm putting my, my stupid-ass parody songs on there. I, I just put a bit of Alistic up there yesterday. It's only 60 yeah. seconds, but, you know, maybe yeah, one day we'll, we'll do have a, another one next week. Yeah, I have one done, so we were going to play it today. But, uh, and yeah, I think we've come up with two more since then. Well, at least one. I started writing it down yesterday. Nancy's like, oh, you're crazy. I'm like, sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, here's here's a question, and we've asked you guys time and time again. We don't know what exactly if you're listening on Apple or Google or Spotify, uh, whatever you're listening to us on. Which, by the way, if you please would download the Podbeam app and start listening to us on that, we could maybe start getting into doing some live shows. Uh, I don't want to do a live show and have like five people on there. It'd be stupid. <laughs> yeah, but nonetheless. Uh, Tell us what you think about the songs. Like we've done the two, right? We did Sponge Brain, Biden, right? And then we did Pedophile. The only two that we've released anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we can get some more input, guys, um, it would be helpful. Uh, tell us what you think. Uh, I want to give a little shout out real quick to um, there's a podcast uh, gentleman. He's out of um, New Jersey, uh, Steel Mace Nation. He does a podcast up there. We're actually looking to do a uh, like a show and show interview type situation. Uh, if you want to check him out on Instagram, also uh, had a few conversations with him via uh, you know Instagram Messenger, whatever it's called. Uh, basically, he's what he's about as far as his podcast and his Instagram is is working out different. Uh, I don't know, what would you say, like a vintage-type workouts? You know, he has this these steel maces, and he kind of, I, I don't know how to explain it. I've never really seen it other than well, it has training sessions with yeah. those maces. Uh, you know, I've watched a couple of the videos, and I've listened to a couple of the podcasts. It's very interesting. Right. Um, you know, if you're into, uh, you know, we, we are into health and fitness. Now, just that being said, I don't, based on the few talks I've had with him, it, he's not... He doesn't want to come on our show and talk about that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, it's not like he wants to get on here and talk about working out. I mean, he, I mean, sure, the, the conversation will come up, but he, he's interested in the things we're talking about as far as what we talk about. And right. uh, it's kind of refreshing considering he's from New Jersey. You know, naturally, most people just assume people from, you know, up that way have a certain way of thinking. And obviously, that's not true. Right. So uh, hopefully, we'll have that set up here in another week or so. Uh, it's just, you know, you know, obviously, with the way our schedules oper- uh, you know, operate, we got to figure out a, a good day to kind of do this situation. I, I definitely has to be a day that you're going to be here because we don't want to have a uh, Skype on Skype on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> really taxing the system. Yeah. <laughs> I guess at that point we had to do a Zoom meeting, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So please, if you could go, if you are listening to us on Apple or whatever, leave us a review. We're having an issue right now, and I, I don't know if I talked to you about this, but we're having an issue with another podcast, some little fucking dipshits. And I'm not even going to tell you the name of their podcast because I really don't give a shit. But obviously, these guys have a hard-on for us, literally. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, which is fine. I think thanks for the downloads, but whatever. But they're getting from what it appears to be, they're getting their people, their listeners, to go on to our Apple, uh, you know, whatever, and and leave us sh- shitty reviews, which is kind of you know it's kind of bullshit, really. But uh, I guess I could give you the name of their show, and you guys could do the same. But I really don't even want to give nah. them the. Uh, I don't want you to accidentally download their shit. How's that sound, right? Well, it just... But, you know, I, it just kind of pisses me off because I'm looking at... I was looking at I was like, how the fuck do we have a 3, whatever it was, 3.5 or whatever? And I start looking at the reviews and it's a bunch of shit talking. And it's like, oh, okay, so this is what we're going to do, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's how they try to get people to not listen to you. Right, uh, well, you but know, the, pro- the problem with that is is when you have these ratings, especially, you know, depending on the, the different apps... It bumps you down, so the lower your your rating is, the you're not going to pop up in um, suggestives. Yeah, we need to see if there's some way to um, to uh, talk that. Well, whatever. Well, this is a conversation well, we can have later. Well, but my thing is this: is with with that being said, I know for a fact that thirty percent of our downloads come off of Apple devices. Okay. All right. So if you're listening to us on Apple, can you please just leave us a, a five-star review if you feel that we deserve it? I don't want to force you into doing anything you don't want to do. But obviously, right. if, if you're listening, listening, if you're listening I you must... I imagine that we're not a three-star if you're still Yeah, listening. that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're listening, well, you these got... These guys kind of suck, but I'm going to keep listening anyway. Yeah, they, they, maybe they'll get better. I don't know. <laughs> nope, they still suck. You know, but <laughs> go on there. I'll tune in next week. <laughs> I'll see what happens. Shit. <laughs> but if you guys could hook us up, give us a five star and write a little something about how awesome we are. And if you like the songs, I'll, I will say this: the the gentleman, uh, his name's Fred, uh, with the Steel Mace Nation. He's given us some feedback, and he he likes the show, and he he, he wants more Bill. He says more Bill. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna bring Bill's gonna be back. Bill wasn't here this week. He's I I I don't know where Bill's parts at. Parts unknown. Yeah, parts unknown. He must be. I wonder if he knows anything about Johnny Mac. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> anyway, so uh, with that being said, give us some reviews. Uh, check out Steel Mace Nation uh, if you guys, you know, into fitness and that kind of stuff. And uh, like I said, hopefully next week or so we'll we'll have him on and uh, we'll do some cross uh, cross podcasting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, man. Anything else? No, I believe that's it. All right, man. Uh, You guys have a fantastic day. It is uh, June 30th of 2021, and we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening.